Are you ready? Yeah. We are started. <gasps> Hello. <laughs> hmm. What bit is this? What are we starting with? <laughs> the flames are melting in my mouth. <laughs> That's not what I was doing. What were you doing? I was doing frustrated kid. What is that? <clears throat> is that... Is that like a... Is, are you just doing a generic frustrated kid? Yeah. <laughs> what was the... Mm, mm, mm. I was just <laughs> doing... Mm, but multiple times. No, we weren't. I was. <laughs> no, that's not what that's like. I don't know. Maybe it is. I... No. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. The flavors are melting in. Yeah. That's a, the flavors are melting in my tongue. Is it tongue? I don't know. Alright, well. Hello. And welcome to... We, we like, like stuff, stuff and, and so, so shall you. A show where the flavors are melting on your in your mouth. The flavors are melting on your tongue and there's nothing you can do to stop it. They're already there. Your mouth is closed. You can't open it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not offering any beverages to wash it down. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, we're broadcasting for the facility Detroit Radio. 92.7. Oh, you want me to say C-F-F-F-F-M. Yeah. I'm Melissa. I'm Brenny. <clears throat> and Melissa has to go to prom and like, soon. Yeah, I'm gonna be the most beautiful girl at <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh... I'm gonna be the prettiest girl at the party. Yeah. I'm going to beat up everybody else who, say, who says otherwise. Oh, yeah. I was doing a Bubbles bit. Aww. Yeah, I remember that. Bubbles was probably upstairs brushing her hair saying, I'm the prettiest girl at the party. <laughs> that she was. Yeah. yeah, that show was dope. Yeah. Didn't they make like a second version where like the animation was different? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Actually, I'm going to look that up right now. <clears throat> Great. Excuse me. But, uh, yeah. What, uh, Let the people know. What's, about uh. Mojo Jojo. No, about him. Yeah. Him was great. Him was terrifying. Yeah. Which was great. That's what I liked when I was a kid. Weird things that were yeah. scary. He, he very much uh, reminded me, or reminds me, now that I think about him, of Noel Fielding. Yeah. Yeah. So like that that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I want to say this about myself. It was it was it your like weird awakening? <laughs> no. <laughs> then what are you no. trying to not say? Just that like that reminds me of like when I was talking to someone about like the mummy and how like everyone's attracted to like the main cast. Oh, and you want you so badly wanted uh what was his name? Emotep. Emotep. <laughs> you had Brennan Fraser and uh Rachel Wise. Yeah. Wise? Wise? Yeah. I thought they were all attractive, but I thought But you laid your you made your bed with Emotep. 
Yeah, Dib. And his weird little. And then weird little I told man. that to someone, and they're like, "That makes a lot of sense." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Of course, of course, you would have been into emotep." Of all the people. Yeah. Anyway. No, no, no. Wait, were you into him? No. I wasn't, but that's. It's just it just related. reminded related, me that yeah. fact that you were like, "Oh yeah, of course you would have liked him." Yeah. It's related to also that fact about me. Yeah. Anywho. Hold on. I got. I'm still. I. I... Uh, what's a little like that you are liking, except for him? My little like is um. What is it, my little like? Oh, I think they just redid the Powerpuff Girls, but with the same animation. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I guess my little like would be playing trivia. Okay. I like trivia. I played trivia last night, um, which when this episode airs, I would have played um, trivia last Wednesday. And it was a lot of fun. And our team won. What was the trivia that like that that you were winning at? The first category was Netflix. The second category was One Hit Wonders. And the third category was Cocktails. <laughs> and we got 6 out of 10 on Netflix. Yeah. 9 out of 10 on One Hit Wonders. Ooh, and songs. 9.5 out of 10 what is that? Cocktails. What does that mean? Because we got... One of the questions was, what are the two garnishes on a Negroni? And we got one out of the two. What is that drink? <clears throat> I don't actually know what's in it, but I know it has an orange peel. Oh, gotcha. Like in a spiral? What was the other one? Uh, the other one was a cherry. Really? Yeah. We guessed lemon. Lemon and orange? I know. What? I know. It wasn't a great guess, but we couldn't think of anything else, so... Think of yeah. something. Think of something worse, at least. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I thought we did really well. What was that? Like, what were the, some of the one hurt wonders? Um, one question was like, "What is the number one one hit wonder?" There was no clarification on what that meant. Whether it was Billboard's most made the most money, it was uh, just what, what is was? the most popular. Uh, what was it? What do you think? Take a guess. Never get... gonna give you up. No. <laughs> That's actually what we wrote the first time, and then we changed it. Okay. I so you get three guesses. You got one, never going to give you up, was wrong. Well, I'm not good at, so I'm not good at, like, popular stuff, though. Just take another guess. Um. You're going to get it wrong, so. <laughs> so just tell me. <laughs> just take one more guess. I okay. just want to know what else you think. Um. Like a, it's I, I would guess like a pop song, like a two thousand early two thousands pop song. No. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you would classify this song. So, so what is it? I will say that this song is very popular at parties, okay. and you hear it constantly, and okay. it has a dance. Is, oh, the Macarena. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That actually, yeah. yeah. I actually, now that you say that, I I've heard that that it, because it's the most popular. It's so well. It's like worldly known yeah uh so that everyone knows the macarena but who knows the band what is who (laughs) say yeah yeah i still don't know so that's fair um 
Did you all get that one right? We did, actually, because there was another question that was, what did the Rolling Stones magazine call the best one-hit wonder of all time? That was a different question. Okay, and so Aaron's thought Macarena, but then we were like, that has to be for the other question. So we put it for the other question. Oh, was there like a point at the very end where you can like swap things or like think about them? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think was the Rolling Stones number one? It is a song you know. Uh, Is it a Beatles song? No. I don't know. It is in a video game that I like a lot. I don't know. And I learned how to play it on the guitar. On the guitar specifically? Yeah. I don't know. Because they play it on the guitar in the video game. It's Take On Me by Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What song what game do they play that in? Oh. Last of Us. The Last of Us, yeah. I actually couldn't very, remember. Very, very iconic part of that game. <laughs> That really wrecked me for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, that's really cool, though. Yeah. I know a lot of, like, uh, now that, like, the dust has settled, I know a lot of criticism of that game is, like, well, there's, there are definitely, like, more, like, I don't know, there there's, like, there's, like, an actual nuanced criticism of, like, that game isn't as sad as everybody makes it out to be, but, like, it's still really sad. How you... is it not sad? Uh, I'll have to look it up. I, I I was reading. I didn't read into it, but it was it was mu- very much like. Also, how can you tell someone something isn't sad? Oh, it, it it's more about like the situation that the people put themselves in. Yeah, but you can still individually find something sad. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that, I don't think that was the argument. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not to be like objectively, it's not sad. That's not what I was saying. Um, but it was like the, the anyways, it, I really like the game. I, whatever these arguments are, they're, they don't change my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I'm actually really, well, I'm really excited for the, 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 the remake of the first one. Yeah. Not Did excited. Did you see the thing I sent you? Don't remember. On Instagram? Oh, where they showed a side by side? Oh yeah, no, I, I was, when I found out, I saw a bunch of videos where they were showing like, uh, the original game and like the updated version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Wild. It looks beautiful. It looks so good. Um, what I'm not excited for is to have that game come out at like 65 minimum, yeah. $90 maximum. Yeah. Like I am not paying full money for that game in any capacity. <clears throat> yeah. I will, I will steal that game before I actually buy it. Uh, but uh, the, like, it's really hard to steal games in that regard because I don't play on the PC. So it's just going to be when it goes on sale or something yeah. or trade something in for it. Well, I'm going to... I might buy it. No. <sighs> Melissa, you, we, we collectively bought Skyrim like seven times. Yeah. And Let's that wasn't a good game. I bought, I <laughs> bought it one, two, three, four times myself. How was four? What? How was the four? Because PS3. Oh no, sorry, five times. No, what? four times. So PS3, PS4, VR. Yeah, and Switch. Did you buy it for the Switch? Yeah. I have it on my Switch. Since when? I don't know. I got it when you were playing it a bunch. Oh, so yeah, it is seven. Because I had 360, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah. yeah. Seven times. Yeah, and that's not a good game. <laughs> I know you for pretty much full price every time. 
Uh, not for the Switch version. I did wait for that one to go on sale. Okay, so let's say averaging out, it's about, let's just say six, $60. 60 yeah. That's $420. <laughs> to, to Todd. Please. <laughs> anyway, nice. Yeah, that's so, well, all things considered. <laughs> to Todd. <laughs> uh, no, and like. Congrats. You bamboozled us. <laughs> yeah, but well, my favorite, so like, my favorite criticism of games like that. Uh, I was talking. Skyrim is a good game. It, so it, it it is and it isn't. But like I'll I'll get into that. For like. No, no wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain myself before you defend a point that I don't think needs to be defended. I promise. Okay. So, um, for so like they they Skyrim and Fallout, especially when they were made by Bethesda, mm -hmm. not just produced by them, they're like, they have all the trappings of fun but they don't like execute it consistently. So like uh, 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 a common criticism of Fallout 3 and, uh, and no, uh, no, I think it was Fallout 4. I can't remember, what was Fallout 4 about? Fallout 4 was you, well, there was a nuclear war. <laughs> don't even try. You went into a bunker. So what? Well, well, your we, oh. baby gets taken. Oh, that one. Baby. Yeah, your baby gets. Yeah, okay. And then your baby is an old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because, because the, you, it was taken. You don't know when it was taken exactly. Yeah. So it's basically like you know that movie with Liam Neeson. No. By the same name. Taken. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, it's like that. Stop. Okay, so Fallout Three. I'm thinking about Fallout Three. Fallout Three is where you're looking for your dad. Yeah. Boogie boogie boogie. 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 Um, Fallout Three is uh, commonly known for everybody to play it and not play the main story. Mm. And that is what I'm talking about when it's a bad game. It is not like it is not consistent with the good parts of the game. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Uh, there, the, the 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 one guy that I follow on YouTube, H Bomber guy, he absolutely like despises that game relatively. Um, but yeah, even but, like, even in his follow follow up video about uh, New Vegas, he's like, well, no, Fallout Three is not like I don't hate the game, but it's not a good game. And I'm like, well, I don't agree with every single criticism that you have with the game, but mo I I do agree with most of them. But agreeing with criticism doesn't mean I will not pop pop up Fallout Three and play that to hell and high water. That being said, as soon as I played Fallout New Vegas, I like I think I played it like twice in a row. Mm. So like, and for I've me never that was New Vegas. You should uh, New Vegas. <laughs> I don't know Where how that. Where did that ogre come from? <laughs> that was more of a troll. It was like a gremlin. Yeah. Brendan's uh, inner grim coming out. Uh, but you should play New Vegas. So, New Vegas is like Fallout if it was made by the people that did The Outer Worlds. Hmm. You want to know why? Because it is. Oh. It's literally the... would be Outer Worlds. Why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I got stuck on this one part, and then I tried to go back to it, and I found it was kind of clunky. Oh, okay. I, I guess, like, I don't really like... The, uh, the, like, weapon system. Oh, okay, that makes and sense. And I found it hard. Like, in a game, if I don't like the weapon system, it's really hard when that's, like, the main thing you have to do is combat a lot. 
That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that makes and sense. And so I was finding that difficult, and I guess, like, this isn't a criticism of the game. Yeah, it is. It's, fi- it's fine. Well, no, because, like, I wanted the game... It's already, like, really cool, but I just... Because of what it is, okay, I wanted it to be more. Oh, okay, so so the Outer Worlds is if... Uh, it's, so it's a first-person RPG... Um, and you're basically, you wake up in a solar system where the corporate corporations literally have, uh, landed first and everybody else who went there, the corporations basically paid their way. So corporations own everybody. Uh, and it's a really scathing criticism of capitalism. It's a plus in that manner. Um, just for everybody else, because we just started going off about fallout and that's more well known than the thing, but yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I should give it another try. I will play it again with but, you. I love that game. Yeah, I guess it was just like one time I, like, killed this like main guy, just to see like what would happen. Yeah. And he had this like weird locked room, and there was like nothing cool in it. And I was like, What did you <laughs> expect in it? I don't know, like a secret, like some kind of but, 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 like intel that I could use against like the corporation. I don't know, I thought there would be something cool. Like it just seemed like I did this action and there was, was like... Was it, wait, was it in the, was it, was it the clothing guy in the corporation like world? Was it like at the clothing room? No. Okay. Who was it? I don't remember. Okay. And, like, again, I'm not saying it to argue, to be like... Yeah, oh, it's like, bad because of it's this. It's bad. Be- like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like, for what it was, like, and the fact that it was like, oh, you can, like, make all these choices, and, like, it, it does all this stuff. I really thought that, like, doing something as, like, unchangeable as, like, killing a main person would give you something. And well, it was just, like, nothing. Well, did you mean physically give you something? Like information or like but like cool item. Did, it, did it change the way the story progressed i don't know well then that's that's a weird criticism yeah but i wanted like you, you can't expect every big person to have like a secret room to give you things that's weird they had a secret room no but you can't expect it like you have no idea what that room was for yeah yeah i know so, i just <laughs> Your expect so your expectations Again, were too high. Yeah. Okay. They were, but everyone kept going on about how good it was and how much everything matters, and so then I was like, okay, let me see how much this matters. And again, I'm saying my criticism is not based in reality; it's based in my own reality. In which you which, killed someone who was important and was like, "Where is the loot?" Where's where's the where's the legendary gear? Well, no, I more so wanted like here's like a cool piece of information that you can now use in like a different conversation and maybe now you have like some kind of leverage for a different well, maybe, quest. Well maybe you maybe you didn't maybe there's a way to do that without killing him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have no idea what situation this was. Because there were lots of things where, like, if you didn't find out one thing in, like, a certain conversation, you just couldn't use it. And it was great. Yeah. Um, and, like, there were, like, not that it, ha- not that it like, changed the entire game, but, like, there were a lot of small things like that where if you said the wrong thing or if you talked to people in the wrong way, you wouldn't find things out. And it wasn't, like, um, 
at, at a certain point, the game is a game, so you will, like... The, the, like you can like reduce it to its video game parts and break it down that way but like yeah. there are things that like in natural conversation if you're not gamifying it you will just lose out on no or, I understand I just felt like I had it's the expectation it was hyped up too much I guess I just felt like more immersed and more like my thing my choices mattered in like The Witcher which is like even less like personalized I don't know so, so, so that's that's where I don't know what happened because I, I get the overhype but like it's almost the exact same mm-hmm. in terms of how decisions matter and impact because but de- see it like but in The Witcher so like a decision would be like oh I did this and it changed the outcome of this like village maybe the village died or maybe there's less people or maybe there's more people but then that's it like nothing really comes out of that it's just it's impacted the world in a very like Almost yeah. like quaternary sense, like a like a not tertiary, not third, but like even even further removed. Sure, I don't know. I just felt more like involved and more like my choices mattered. No, that's fair. But I don't know. Maybe I just need to give it another try. If you give it another try, I will restart again because I I played that game and then I think I restarted. Oh no, because I, I was going after all the weird the the achievements. Um. Oh, no, I know what it was. I wasn't necessarily going after the achievements uh, to, like, a severe degree, but I had in, a, I had a well-known glitch uh, for, like, the first half of that game being out that um, it caused the game to recognize that your companions had died when they hadn't. Mm. Uh, so it, it caused, like, certain quests to not pop, and then also the achievements to not pop, so I ended up restarting. Right. Um... Yeah. Actually, th- I also wish you could romance in that game. Uh, can you not? I don't think so. Oh yeah, that's right. That's fair. Well, you can help all your buddies romance. I know. That's what's most important. Eh. What? What was her name? Not Pan Am. No, that's from Cyberpunk. What was it? Uh, yeah. Pavardi. Pavardi, yeah. the redhead girl. Oh man, when I- Adam played it. He saw the preacher guy and was like, this guy sucks, and just never recruited him. And I was like, that's a whole character. He's like, I didn't care about that guy. I didn't want him. And I was like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that for, when he told me that, that bothered me more than anything, because I was like, but that's a whole person. And that guy was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, because every he time... He reminded me of the guy in Mass Effect. That... <laughs> Need some narrowing down. <laughs> the mercenary guy in Mass Effect 2. I think it's in Mass Effect 2. What mercenary guy? Like, what? He's like part of the DLC. What? Oh. He's got like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They got similar tough vibes. boy yeah. vibes. Well, so so the, the preacher. So his, so every every character in. I guess we're just talking about stuff now. Well, well every character in the Outer Worlds, every uh, companion you can have. They have like their own unique moveset. You can equip uh, stuff with them, um, but they each have like a special ability. Um, there's a the the black girl who lives on like the Hunter World. Um, she has her special ability. She basically like she takes a swig of alcohol because she's like a drunk, uh, and just like rips open her not not literally, but like uh, just uh, ign- I'm using all the wrong descriptors. Ignites her uh, chain gun. Because she has like a rail gun almost, or like a, a chain. What is that gun called? Like a. 
Gatlin gun? Yeah, she has like a Gatlin gun. So she like takes a swig, smashes the bottle, and then just like mows people down. And every time you use those abilities, it like cuts to them. It's a really cool little combat thing. I really love it. Um, but um, <laughs> the preacher, because they sometimes would say stuff too. There's like the the plucky uh, the plucky like uh, little boy character guy. Um, his whole thing is like he has like a baseball bat that he smacks people around with. Uh, Pan, no, pa no. Pavardi would have like a, her like electric wrencher, electric hammer, because uh, she was an engineer. But the preacher guy would pull out a shotgun and would would like his catchphrases would be like, "I'm a pr I, like I'm a I'm a preacher, but." Or like, or or like, he would say like all these wild things, uh, because he's clearly like he's a pacifist. He's a preacher, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey. the whole point was that when you when you actually do their quest, when you do his quest, you learn that uh, so he's like on the hunt for this book, this religious text, and he at, when, the more you talk to him, the more he kind of slips up, and you realize like. He's not, he hasn't been a preacher for that long. And he was in jail for like a terrible amount of time. And I can't remember, I think he was like caught for murder or something. He became a preacher afterwards. He did like try to change his ways. Um, and there's like a pivotal moment where the person that kind of like got him locked up, you can like go help him find and like confront. And you can decide whether he, like you can help him decide whether he kills the man or not. Mm -hmm. And it like messes him up. That's literally the exact same thing that happens in Mass Effect. Yeah. Like the exact same. It's thing really with wild. The same guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can. He's like on a revenge quest, and you can just like kill the people or not. Well, the, you get revenge later, so you can get revenge later with him. Mm -hmm. um, but for this preacher guy, it's like once you figure it out, uh, and he's like he's so upset with you, and same with that other guy. Yeah. Uh, and you need like a good amount of whatever paragon or speech or whatever in Mass Effect to be like, hey, shut up, we'll figure this out. Uh, otherwise, that guy's never happy with you. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, he leaves. Yeah. Uh, but in the Outer Worlds, uh, it was just like a really cool moment. Um, and all the characters like have that kind of like character exploration, yeah. which so is really So maybe neat. it's just the weapon system. Which is fair, because like you, you. You do, you have I don't trouble like, with certain games. Well, because I don't like, really like inventory management very much. So depending oh, on... Oh, you, you hate Resident Evil then. <laughs> depending on the game, like, um, like something that's like a farming game or like a sim game, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But... It's really just like, oh, I have to like look at like, I, I don't know. I, I just found that the weapons in that game were not very easy to like there were, use and then like... The upgrade system was very wild. Yeah, it was very like complicated in a way that I did not enjoy. And I'm not saying that I never like inventory management. It just has to uh -huh. be a specific... Well, so, like, even in that, um, I put a lot of stats into, like, the engineering or whatever to upgrade stuff. Because my whole thing is that, like, I, if I can make my own weapon in a game, even if it's, like, a generic weapon, but it's mine to make, yeah. I will almost always do that. Which means I have to do, like, the tech side. Yeah, see? And, and that's I fine. That. Oh, that's fair. But because of that, 
I got more... I've never made a weapon in Skyrim. You're disgusting. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> awful. That's why you bought Skyrim four times, and they only got me three times. I was like, I know what I'm doing. And you were like, you know what? One more. <laughs> One more for the road. Literally, because it was on the Switch. But... Yeah. And that's fine. No, 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 that's fine. I don't want to spend my time mining. It's boring. You don't have to. I, I never mind. I spend my time collecting ores. I literally would just go sell stuff and buy the ore from people. Yeah. Still, it's too much. Anyways. Um, but because I got well-versed in that, I realized, like, yeah, you can... Even, like, the late-game weapons uh, that would be really good... You can still you can like level up stuff to be better than that, um, and sometimes the stuff you found way earlier, if you leveled it up enough, it would be better than some of the late game stuff. So you're kind of like stuck with it until. So it's like the yeah. Never mind. What was it like? What? Nothing. What were you gonna say? And how wildly off is it? I don't want to. I want to know. I'm fine. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, you should, so well, we were talking about Fallout. Um, the people that made the Outer Worlds made Fallout New Vegas. It was a company called Obsidian um, that made the Outer Worlds. Then they were bought by Microsoft. So now the new, the new Skyrim game or the new Elder Scrolls that Obsidian is going to make is going to be on Xbox for sure, for free for Game Pass because it's going to be included. Not necessarily free. You pay for Game Pass, but um, but yeah. No, I'm. Uh, you should play New Vegas, because mm-hmm. um, New Vegas had a similar style of storytelling, like The Witcher did, and like The Outer Worlds, where there were so many small decisions you can make mm-hmm. that affected, like that reverberated, not necessarily having a huge impact, but like it did matter, and that that impact like went throughout the whole thing. Um, also, you can kill everybody in that game. Uh, and well, like the game has to. I don't to... want to do that. Well, no, I know, but the game like, the game accounted for that. Mm. Um, and well, one of so sorry, one of the criticisms of like Fallout three and four is that, uh, so the, the 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 big criticism about Fallout three was that your dad in Fallout three needed to finish the game, like needed to do the main quest, and you're not doing it. You don't really do any of it. You're you're following your dad who's doing the quest, or you're following yeah. people who are doing it. Yeah. Um, and then there are people in that game that Liam you can... Neeson. Was that Liam Neeson? Yeah. <laughs> no. Full circle, baby. Was that what you were referencing the whole time? Well, might have been a little, a little slip under the door, a little note signed, <laughs> Brendan. Signed by me? No, it was signed for me. It was signed to you, <laughs> and then on the back, it, it was said, a picture of Liam. It said taken. <laughs> it said taken, and then you unfold it, and it said, "Love, Melissa." And you unfold it once more, and it said, "P.S." You unfold it again, and it says, "Liam Neeson." I don't think that would fit under the door. There's too many folds. Well, you can fold a paper seven times. <laughs> that's, that's not the problem. That's the maximum number of times. That's not the problem. Well, that's the record. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyways, the whole the uh, another criticism of Fallout Three and stuff like that, and fa- I think Fallout Four might have had that issue. 
um, was if like the game didn't account for people you killing people because of that because it didn't account for you killing certain people which is fine like not everybody has to die and that's not an issue what 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 were you going to say well I was just going to say that there are certain people you cannot kill in Fallout 3 because they have to do like they're so integral to the quest which is fine that's in like a lot of games yeah I think that's good I don't think that's necessarily good. It depends. Well, like, you can script a game so a character's not going to die in a combat, but it doesn't mean that you can't kill them. I guess, yeah. That's And that's the difference that I'm talking about. Anyway, um, maybe we should... What, do our show? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about things we like. We are. I'm talking about things I like. You're talking about things you don't care to do. Well, I care, I care to try it. I just, I wasn't... Oh, what we Maybe should... it was just because everyone hyped it up so much, and I feel like if I didn't have the same amount I of have fun, that yeah, I was just like, oh, like this isn't exactly what I was expecting. So, but my expectations were so high. It was still fun, but it just like wasn't. Well, that's what happened with you in Cyberpunk for sure. Yeah. Because I had a stellar time with Cyberpunk and I still have to go like I restarted that game and I'm st- I'm yeah, still going through it. Yeah, but Cyberpunk is worse. Oh yeah, no, Cyberpunk is it bad. It makes me feel like <laughs> nothing I do matters. For sure, it doesn't. It's like nothing you do matters. It doesn't game. matter at all and I'm like everything is scripted this in whole, a worse way. This whole game like is supposed to be open world. You can do all this cool stuff. Let me tell and you then, children like, are still terrifying cuz they have the faces of adults. Yeah, they're, they're just like mini adults. They're from the Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> they're Full supposed circle. to be Jesus. <laughs> they're representations of Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know that I game. Will, so wait, I will say that there's a there's a cool quest that I literally when I restarted the game I was like I cannot wait to do this quest again, where, and like the quest it's not like the quest has like oh you can like choose stuff or make Which choices, quest? so it's a quest where. There is a. You're basically hired by these two people um, because you think like someone is spying on them, like he's a political figure or something. And then, so I'm gonna do a bit of a spoiler for this quest. I don't know what it's called, but if you ever plan on playing Cyberpunk, uh, I don't know. Skip until I I I will not say when I'm done this because I have no idea when I'm gonna be finished. Maybe like five minutes. Give it five minutes. You go. You check out the apartment, and you find all this like info. Like you you find traces of like people breaking in and like. Um, you find like um, like triangulation data of where da- like data would be transmitted to, and you go find like a van, and like as soon as you get close, the van speeds off. You have to like do a whole bunch of stuff, and you're like, what is happening? It's like proper like shady like CIA. The call came from in the house kind of stuff. And then as you explore, as you come back, you explore the house more. You find a full room embedded in this person's apartment. Like this couple's apartment and both of them are i think both of them are in the dark about it you end up doing some more like sleuthing and stuff and you find out i it's it's the guy the, the guy is like a political figure and his wife is his wife is really cool but like oh yeah i did that quest okay cool yeah you find out that the guy has been slowly brainwashed yeah. Like, legitimately, they have edited his memories and his brain to do certain things. And when the wife finds out, she's like, you can't tell him. 
like we're gonna do our best to figure this out but you can't this will destroy him we have to we have to just try and move on and like try and distance ourselves away from this i don't know what to do yeah but if we tell him it's going to like destroy our entire lives yeah and I remember telling the man, and I didn't beat the game, so like I, so I, I have no idea what happened. But I like I told him, and he was like, he like calmly lost his mind. He was like, he he took it pretty well, but he was like, oh my god, like what? A, and it, like that story, that like, um, story like um, separated from the whole game. That was one of the coolest yeah. missions I've ever played in my entire yeah. life of, of most games, because it was like a full mystery. And, like, there were parts of that mystery that I, like, as I was, like, figuring out, I was like, oh my god. Because in a lot of games, I, I have a, it doesn't take the immersion out of me, but I have a huge issue with once I figure out, like, the mechanics of a game, I'm like, oh, okay, this, this means this, or, like, this has to mean this, so I kind of know where to look or know where to do. Right. And I had no idea. Like, this entire mission, I was like, there's a van? I have to go find a van now? And I was, like, so annoyed that I had to, like go down this elevator and like run like drive and chase this van I had to shoot as you you get to the van you shoot all the people on the van like uh combusts before you can access most of the data um classic find it yeah finding the uh, finding the room inside the house I lost it I was like what is happening yeah it's cool it's like I like the AI car mission too but like <laughs> it's except for that one the one car that's a like it's a straight up portal ripoff and it, it's not uh, done well yeah it's just like hey y'all know portal remember glados this car is just glados for some reason yeah yeah but that's kind of how that whole game felt yes it was very much like you y'all y'all like cyberpunk you like a meme here's here's <laughs> Here it a is. meme you like this popular culture reference here it is and it's not done good no nope. it's done poorly it's yeah and it might ruin that reference for you <laughs> anywho oh did you know that uh, cd project red is making another witcher game i did i told you about that cool <laughs> i sent you the thing and then oh I you said, sent it to me okay yeah. I, I was like I, i'm pretty sure i read this but i don't remember you like telling me before i read it but and it's then because... i said i hope you can make your own witcher I do remember this. But yeah. Did we talk about this on the show? No. Okay. <laughs> but that was my initial thought to be like, it would be sweet if you could BYOW. Bring, bring your, your own, own Witcher. Because, yeah, there are so many different Witchers. I, th I think all the Witchers are male. Yeah, well. It doesn't have to be. I'm not saying, oh, we have to argue for that. Um, but I really hope they just like are like, yeah, there's female Witchers. Why not? There's any kind of Witcher. Yeah, maybe we're in a different part of the world. Well, yeah, because there's so many. There, there was like five clans that we knew of in like that area. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Bear, wolf, cat, cat, bird. There was a bird one, right? Yeah. Owl. Owl? I don't know. And then there was like a fifth one that they added with DLC. Badger. <laughs> Hold on, what are you, what's your schools? Oh, Lynx. Was it Lynx? No, that's the cat oh, one. Griffin. Yeah, Griffin, Bear, Viper. Viper. That's the fifth Manticore. one. Manticore. I don't think that there was a, I don't think that school was represented in the armor that you can get. Yeah, but. Because the armor in the game in Witcher 3 was uh, wolf, wolf, Griffin, Manticore, uh, wolf, bear, bear Griffin, cat, cat and Viper. Viper. Yeah, it was the five. And they added, I think they added the wolf set last as, like, free DLC. Anyways, really like games. I guess this is 
This is the first half of our show. Then. We like games pretty good. You want to talk about something like? <laughs> I'll talk about something I like. Yeah, actually this works out because the thing I want to talk about, I don't have a lot of information on. Oh. So let's speed, speed run this. It's just coming from your heart. Then. Well, I do have information, but I don't know no, how... No, I just want it to come from your heart. Okay. What's your thing? Oh, I guess I did go first. You go on first last time. Did you? Do you have a thing? I do. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want me to go? No, 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 no that's fine. I'll go. No, stop. <laughs> stop shaking. <laughs> uh, I didn't get there first. <laughs> to the mic? What yeah. are you doing? That's how you go. That's how you go. Um, so, it. my thing is knitting. Knitting? Yeah. What's your thing? Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I I got into knitting. So when I was in high school, my partner at the time was doing like there's a, like our school had like an arts and crafts class. <laughs> what was that laugh? I don't know. Are we gonna say something inappropriate and something yeah. you shouldn't put on the no. air? Arts and crafts class just sounds silly, but it sounds fun. Well, so the things that they did... It just well, sounds fake. If it sounds oh, okay. like in like a TV show or like a kid's like, <laughs> like in community, I'm going but... to arts and crafts class. Yeah. But arts and crafts is very serious. I just think it is like a uh, something the, that society has yeah, the forced social, me to see as less serious. The social perspective. people don't take crafting serious. And they, and they really should because like they crafting should. has literally been the reason why... He, Humanity and civilization has taken off. Yeah, and it's intense. And fun. It's just fun. Fun. So, um. And it's nice. Yeah. So my partner at the time had arts and crafts class, and I I think that was in grade twelve, and I had a spare. So I had a spare at the same time, Uh, and they were like, "Hey, why don't you come to this class? I'm sure Miss Day would would be fine with it." And I was like, "Okay." So one day I showed up, and I was like, "Hey, Miss Day." can I just like be in this class? And she was like, yeah, if you pay the material fee, you do everything we do. And I was like, okay. So I think it was like 25 or 50 bucks. It was something a little bit more expensive than normal school stuff, but it was like appropriate. And we did wood carving, we did clay, and we actually, like I still have the jar that I made. And I think I gave my sister the little snowman that I made. Um, Cause they had like a, like a kiln. So they, they fired it and there's glazes and stuff. It was really neat. Um, one per- we all made jars. I made a storm as the jar, so the cloud was the handle. Um, but the waves. You know what we should do? No. We should do some potter, not pottery. I want to do pottery, but we should do some clay art. What does and that mean? We should make jars. Oh, you mean like on a like a spinning thing? Yeah. But you want to ghost it? Yeah. But I want to make jars together, but I want to make them out of clay, like you were saying that you made yours out of clay. Yeah. And I want to make them together, Aww. but I want to make the jars from Elden Ring. Oh, the jar people? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cute? Yeah. And, like, easy. Let me get to my thing. Let me finish it. No, you're right, though. It would be great. Yeah. Except the arms. The arms are so rocky and craggly. Yeah, it would be easy. You know what you do? No. You roll it into a little hot dog. And you just bite it? <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say that? No! Okay. That's actually not a bad idea. It's, it's the texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, 
arts and crafts. We did wood carving and clay. Um, oh, I made the waves. I made the waves too thin, so when it fired, um, it one part of the wave cracked off, but it's in the lid, so it just looks kind of funny, but it's still there. Um, what else did we do? We did uh, knitting. They did sewing. No, they didn't do. We didn't have sewing. I th- Embroidery. I sw- nope. I swear there was something else, or maybe I missed a couple of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I, I was there for those four. Paper mache. No. But anyways, um, when you do, if you do any wood carving, unless you know what you're doing, do not stain with colors because as soon as I stained my wood carving with colors, I threw it away immediately. <laughs> like I hated it because the colors weren't deep enough because it's a stain, so it has to dry lightly. Yeah. Um, but you know, you could have just painted over that. No. Oh. I couldn't. Oh. Because it was a stain, and then so? I, but but I didn't want to paint it. I wanted it to be stained. So you could. You can't stain over a stain. Sure. You can. It's gonna. Ru- it's just. It's sand it. No, 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 no. It was carved. Yeah. I'd have to make a new carving. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And I didn't want. That was a lot of work. Yeah. Anyways, I learned to knit in that class. That was the whole point. And um, just knitting is buck wild. It's just because it's. I feel like most people know about knitting, and in a lot of cartoons, especially like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that, like old old cartoons, when they show people knit, it's always like old women, and they just have like two. They have the two needles, and they're just like going to town, mm-hmm. and things are just like it looks like things made out of nothing. Yeah. Um, and when I looked on Wikipedia, and it was like, yeah, you take a string, you take a one-dimensional string, because if you if you think about it, it's it's a line, so you take a one-dimensional object in that regard. Okay. And you turn it into a two-dimensional object. Okay. Obviously, it's 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 not exactly that, but that's like the way they. Because everything it. is three-dimensional. Like yeah. You're using. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's just it's the idea of like taking, um, like string. A line of, and turning it into a plane. Yeah, because that's all knitting is. Nice. Yeah. We go from two space to three space. What? You know, like, it's like, instead of working on an XY axis, you have, you incorporate the Z axis. That's, that's, two, that's 2D to 3D, Melissa. I'm talking about 1D to 2D. Yeah, but I'm talking about lines and planes. You don't do planes. With one dimensional stuff. You don't do planes <laughs> on an XY axis, because that is the plane. <sighs> You're right. Okay, I understand. The plane is the Cartesian plane. That's what it's called that. Yeah, I got it. Anyways, um... Anyway, a plane exists in 3D, yes, but it's also a flat object, which is what a scarf is. Yeah. Anyway. So my analogy (laughs) is better than yours. (laughs) So, so, um, learned how to knit, and to me it was very, it was very, like, easy to do, because it was doing the same thing over and over. You just had to have the patience for it. Um, my issue with knitting now is that I feel like... I want to do other things when I'm available to do them, um, so I just don't knit because I feel like I could be doing something more, like, not necessarily engaging, but something more productive, but nothing is more productive. I'm just doing other things that I'm more comfortable with. I'm very, yeah. very silly about it. I but, feel the same way about a lot of my hobbies. I know. I know. But so knitting, knitting is one piece of string that you just knot together. It's just knots. It's stupid. Knitting is the most wild thing I've ever seen in the entire world. And I was looking at like diagrams that they had of like not, uh, knitting and stuff. Um, the like 
it's like I have a scarf that I made somewhere. Um, it's so warm. I made it 12 years ago. It's still running strong. Uh, and it's one piece of string. And I'm like losing it. And it's so good. Yeah. And it's so silly. It's so knitting is just really great. And like the te- like the making a textile basically because you can make depending on how you knit the the common knitting is a knit and a purl. Uh, when you do knits, um, it's kind of the classic. If you look like a, a like a knitted sweater, it's normally all just knitting, like in general. Mm-hmm. A purl. When you do a purl, it's like kind of like a bubble. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like knitting makes it so like it a makes it more three D. What do you mean? The purl. Uh, yeah. So so knitting. To me, the way I, my brain understood it, and I don't think it's right to explain it this way, but the way my brain understood it, knitting um, makes the makes it one way, and then purling reverses it. But because the pattern is almost reversed, it's pushing it out towards you. Oh, I see. That's how my brain understands it. But yeah, knitting has like the classic V shape. Uh, purling kind of makes it like rounded. Yeah, um, that's and what I said. I, no, Bubble I know. it. And then when, so when you do a knit. So my scarf is three knit and three purl alternating. So it's ribbed because it, it does it goes like in a wave. In that, don't you dare! I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna find some of your students and be like, listen to this show. No. Listen to what your teacher is on about. Oh, I feel like some of my my previous students are listening to this too. I guess I'm. Um, Burn. What? <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm I'm effed. It does, anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, I probably won't be teaching them, and that's a shame, because I really liked teaching everybody. Everybody at... Oh no, what was that school that I taught at? What was that school that I taught at? It's the most recent school. It's on Sherbrooke? Crestwood? Is it Crestwood? Yeah. That's... Oh yeah, that's the that's near where your... Your Oma and Opa and your Nana and Papa used to live, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the... All the, all might the, teach them. I, I mean, I yeah, might. be in high school next Yeah, year. but I was I was listening to their conversations. They were like, oh, we're scattering. They're going all over the place. And I was like, dang. Well, so are you. Well, for the first little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, most likely, for sure. Anywho. Anyways, knitting is great. Is it time for my thing? Uh, yeah. I think the only thing I wanted to say... Uh, is uh, textiles are li- literally hold our society together, um, and you should learn how to knit. It's a really good activity. To it, it's really like because it's so repetitive, it's super super common, uh, and it's something that you can. It's something you can like put a lot of energy into and create something um, without getting too complicated or anything like that. It's like, it's like classic, like podcast or TV show material. You can crank something out while watching or doing something else. Yeah. Go. What, what's your thing? Sound effects. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't think that joke's ever going to leave. Please continue. <laughs> My thing is. Continue. Okay. Well, you're laughing a lot. Yeah. My thing is hags. Yo, you don't have enough time to talk. Go, go for it. Okay, well, Speed you run. took up so Okay, hags are cool. <laughs> What's a hag? Describe a hag. A hag 
is okay well, here's the thing so a hag as commonly known is a term used to describe women and it's very offensive okay in that regard yes. in that regard um and the fact that hag has been around since the 1300s has germanic roots and the original usage, just like you yeah. Sorry, that's that's also um, a joke that never used to dismiss women considered ugly, repulsive, and vicious. Was the, vicious was the Yo. original use of that. Yeah. Um, and basically, like, it's um also has like roots in like folklore too, and being like kind of like this um witch type character, but more like a like a evil kind of spirity fairy creature, yeah, witch well, type thing. In the, in that regards to being like spirit or magical in that nature, it's still usually it's still kind of classified under like objective, most mostly objectively like ugly because they they kind of like latch onto that feature yeah. as well. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I'm just a lot of well, hags are ugly by just definition. Yeah. Normally, they are, like, um, pretty, like, I don't know. I guess they share a lot of features with, like, a goblin, maybe. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good um, one. And uh, normally, the no, a lot of the time, they're, like, isolated or live in small covens. They often live outside of, like, towns. And they're a lot of the time associated with curses and, um, like... Um, granting wishes, but like in a monkey paw kind of way, um, and that's the right thing to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so the the idea of monkey paw is like you get a wish, but it's if you don't no, almost every time it will backfire in some way, shape, or form that's absolutely negative to you. Yeah, and when I started really loving hags was um, during. Um, when I was DMing for the first time and I was researching monsters for my campaign and I came across hags in the D&D book and it was just the lore of the different types of hags. In D&D specifically, there's a lot of different types of hags. And which, how they're created. Yeah. yeah. And there's also a lot of different types of hags in like folklore as well. So there's like, you know, more like sea hags, which are live near the water, um, versus like ones that live in the forest, like a green hag kind and of swamp, situation. swamp hags, or I don't yeah, remember what they're called. There's Anubis, Anubis something, an hags. Anim it starts with an A. Okay. Um, anyway, that doesn't really matter. There's night tags. Um, let me see. Anyway, uh, I guess, um, yeah, hags, in this D&D &D hag description, horrible witches of wicked intent and ancient origin, dark fey tied to primal forces whose foul magic and mysterious malvolence hunted... Malevolence? Malevolence. <laughs> I was not going to let you okay. get away no, with that. No, that's very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Malevolence. Thank you. Um, haunted fairy tales and nightmares. Equal parts hideous and heinous, hags embodied what it meant to be ugly inside and out, taking on the forms of unsightly old women. And, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of different types of hags. There's death hags, night hags, green hags, sea hags, any type of hag. Um, but the thing that I really like about them is that 
all of their power, like they're super, they have a ton of power in magic, but like they don't like outright want to hurt people. They want to hurt people in roundabout ways because they enjoy seeing misfortune unfold. Yes. So it's very much like you go to them and they're like, oh yeah, I'll grant you your wish. You just have to give me this thing. And then you give them what they want. Um, and then they give you what you want. But the thing you want is not something that they are entirely able to give or they give it to you in a way that is sad. Yeah. Or messed up. Um, like one of the best... So Melissa in the campaign that uh, Melissa was doing with us that had a uh, huge hag involvement, um, one of the things that the hag asked us... To do, was Melissa. One of the things that Melissa's hag asked us to do um, was deliver this like weird, ugly little doll to a child on their birthday. Yeah. Um, so the party, me included... We knew somebody's birthday that was happening, and it was like this little girl who we were, she was so like excitable and great, and we were like, we will not give this doll to this girl because yeah. obviously this hag is evil. And they were like, this doll has to be cursed. Yeah. There's so, something. So you actually came up with a really clever solution. Yeah. That. So we, I think there was like a, we found like a, a child that was supposed to be born but like they ended up dying so that was it that day that they were buried yeah they were buried basically on the day that they were supposed to be born so it was their birthday and we gave the we gave the doll to like the grave yeah um, and that was really we were all really excited and then we ended up going back to see the little girl and the reason the hag wanted us to deliver it it was very there's nothing wrong with the doll it was just ugly um, <laughs> that girl was cursed from birth basically and on her birthday which we went to go see her anyways afterwards. 13th birthday. 13th. Uh, she turned into a hag and killed her father. Yeah. So it, the the doll wasn't cursed. The doll was a ploy to go get us to watch basically this girl violently change into a hag and kill her father and us not knowing what to do. Yeah. Which was all roundabout ways one of the coolest things ever, even though we solved a non-puzzle Yeah. Uh, in that way. No, you... But, yeah, it was really cool the way you guys approached it because I, you were like, is this doll cursed? I'm going to, like, roll Arcana on it a million times. And I was like, yeah, no, the doll is fine. Unfortunately, the doll is okay. And we, we uh, weren't rolling super high either. So we were like, oh, maybe we just don't know enough. Yeah. We were losing it. Yeah, no, your solution to that was really great. But then, yeah, you guys decided to not go and see her, but only one person did, and they were like... Uh, yeah. Not good. But yeah, basically one of the things that hags can do is to make other hags is they steal babies at birth, they curse the baby, and then they leave it on someone's doorstep so that the person will raise the baby, not knowing that at their 13th birthday they'll turn yeah. into a hag. Anyway, the other reason why I love hags, I'll make this really quick, is that hags are really scary and powerful women, and I feel Hell like yeah. a lot of people fear powerful women and so they have to be ugly and disgusting but hags are just so cool and the things they do are cool and they're freaking powerful and cool as heck and that's it yeah um that's Thanks for listening yeah that's the end of our show we'll see you next week Bye-bye. bye